Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. This is George Newbern, the voice of Superman. And you're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming at DCAUReview.com and on your favorite podcast app. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode, a very special bonus episode, in fact, of the DCAU Review. I am one of your hosts, Cal, and with me, my good friend, good brother, the man that runs our Twitter account. That's right. It's Liam. Liam, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. It's, uh, it's that time of year again, and with, uh, with Christmas being this very week, you and I decided that, hey, uh, we're not going to do a standard episode. We're giving ourselves the week <laughs> off, you know? We're allowing ourselves time to celebrate, but uh, we decided we would release for the second straight year an annual, uh, what they call watch-along, or maybe a, uh, a, a track to listen to, uh, one of our favorite Christmas DCAU episodes. So, welcome to a special holiday edition of the DCAU Review. That is right, Cal. Here we are uh, talking about an episode today that's very near and dear to our hearts, and I'm sure anyone listening's hearts as well. Uh, that being the Justice League Season 2 episode, Comfort and Joy. We have done a standard review of this a couple of years ago now, which you can, of course, hear in the archives at DCAUReview.com, as well as uh, on your favorite podcast apps and the Pod Tower YouTube channel, uh, regardless of where you get your podcasts. So we've done the full uh, the ratings and the and the and where it ranked. I believe I gave it a perfect score, in fact. So it's very highly, uh, very highly uh, regarded, not just by us, but I think by most people who have seen it as just a, a wonderful, uh, really classic sort of holiday special style episode uh, of Justice League, as opposed to maybe some of the other episodes that are certainly holiday-themed and, and have a special place, but maybe aren't necessarily designed to be like a true blue classic holiday special, Christmas special episode. Uh, not quite like this one is. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're excited to look into this episode and sort of watch it along with everybody. Hope everyone's having a nice holiday season, or as nice as one could have in, <laughs> in the current climate. But, uh, yes, we will be talking today about Comfort and Joy which was written by Paul Dini and directed by Butch Lukic with music by Lolita Ritmanis and animation by Coco and Dong Yang. And its original air date was December the 13th, 2003, which means we are just past the 18-year anniversary of that episode debuting. So very excited. Uh, Quick refresher, Liam, on how we're going to do this. Uh, so whether you call it a watch-along or a commentary track, uh, we're going to allow you time to pull up either, maybe you have this on Blu-ray or DVD, or maybe you're watching on the fabulous HBO Max app. It's a wonderful app. It sure is. Uh, so uh, not a paid endorsement, but definitely could be. We're in. We're available. We're in it for the money. That's that's right. That's right. Uh, so. A toast <laughs> to unbridled capitalism, <laughs> as Simon Stagg once said. There we go. 
so we'll allow you to pull it up. Uh, you know, hopefully you already have it ready to go. Uh, we'll give a brief countdown. I'll have Liam give us a brief countdown, and then we'll hit play, and we'll just watch it along, and uh, you'll ho hopefully hear our thoughts talking about various different items or maybe memories. But Liam, this is one that we had uh, that you reminded me. I had no recollection, but we had this on videotape taped mm -hmm. off of Cartoon Network back in the day. Uh, but I remember really, really getting to enjoy it once we had Justice League uh, on DVD. We had the complete second mm -hmm. season on DVD. And I believe we got that for our Christmas one year. So, or somebody gifted it to us or something. So I remember being able to watch this a couple days after uh, after Christmas, the year that we got it. And it's been in the rotation ever since. But as you mentioned, it's a heartwarming tale. It's fun. It sets itself apart from the rest of the whole Justice League series too, mm -hmm. because it's for Justice League specifically, it was really the only, it's the only one part episode. There's That's only right. one part to it, self-contained. Uh, but it's it's got a lot of everything that we, you love about holiday specials. Like, if you're a fan of cartoons, your Charlie Brown Christmases, your mm -hmm. Grinches, stuff like that, it's got all of the elements that you're looking for, I feel like, in one of these stories. Absolutely. You've got, yeah, you've got, you've got your pretty low stakes conflict to everything, mm -hmm. but conflict nonetheless, and it's, it's much more of an emotional story for our various Justice Leaguers in different ways, whether you're trying to find the perfect gift or, or learn the true spirit of the season or or uh, maybe teach a lesson to someone who is uh, not really in the uh, the Christmas spirit. Uh, it's all it's got a lot of, as you said, a lot of classic elements of a, of a holiday special that uh, that you might see on on TV each year around this time. So uh, we're excited to break into the DCAU version of that. That is correct. All right. So at this time, you want to have everything pulled up. So if you don't already, go ahead and press pause and on the podcast here and go uh, pull up your Blu-ray or DVD or the, or the HBO Max app and get it ready to go. Don't press play just yet, though. Wait until Liam gives us the countdown in just a second here. All right. So we will be pressing play on ours, and you can press play on yours in three, two, one, go. All right. You should be seeing Bugs Bunny now. So that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know if you're in sync or not. Get some CGI. Oh, I was going to say, oh, yeah, right off the bat. Moving together here. Is this a is this a takeoff of that uh, storyline from the was it from the nineties the Sun Eater wasn't there? Uh, yes, endless no endless winter I think was the more recent one that also involves like an Arctic supervillain. It reminds but... me of the story that I think Parallax. Yeah, ended one final up with. night I think that was called. Okay, but yes, because yeah, there's like one big overarching uh, issue, and then there's also like every single comic in DC had a uh, like crossover issue where they were all dealing with the Earth being. Uh, with the sun being snuffed out and the earth being sent into a nuclear winter. There you go. Those, or a regular winter, I guess. Those aliens are a little weird looking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't think this... This isn't like... Uh, like To my knowledge, this is not like a, a DC alien race. Like, they didn't throw... It's a unique to the yeah. DCAU. I think this is a... I think this is a, something created for this episode. So of course, noticeably, noticeably absent in this uh, in this episode, of course, our Batman doesn't doesn't make yeah. an appearance. Yeah, uh, I think he gets a name check. I'm not sure where uh, where Wonder Woman is either. Yeah. So we have uh, of course GL and and Hawk Girl, who we talked a lot about last week on our standard episode. If you mm -hmm. haven't checked out our Spotlight Hawk Girl episode, check that out. 
Uh, she's got a nice little jacket that she's yeah, wearing. Yes, so I was going to say, she's snowy. the only one who has, like, Arctic gear. <laughs> well, Martian Manhunter's still standing there in his underpants. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you know? The device worked, and, uh... These, these weird little Cthulhu crab people are yeah. going to have a Merry Christmas after all. There you go. Or whatever alien Christmas is. <laughs> Life day. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, this is a, a lot of digital effects early on here, like in the background and the snow effect and stuff. So hard to tell if that if the javelin was CGI there, or if it was I can't yeah, or if it's just painted and they kind of moved the static image. Here we go, GL going off and being broody. So this is where we start to split off. Very non-suspicious of Hawkgirls <laughs> who want to just hang out with GL. So here's our Charlie Brown. There we the go. Yeah. Absolutely. Doesn't un doesn't get it. Doesn't understand why he should feel any different. And, and here's of course, our and here's Superman to be Linus. Here's our hero, Superman, to bring in the true spirit of Christmas. That's right. And we're not gonna skip. We're not the skipping intro. the intro. Absolutely Don't you dare. Not. Don't you dare. Try I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. We're not your boss, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be out of sync if you do. For the sake of the episode, uh, still great nostalgic feelings watching this this intro the great lolita ritmanis who i mean has credits going all the way back to she, i think she composed a few episodes of the original batman animated series mm -hmm. and then obviously worked on superman and, and beyond and justice league going forward but but yeah her some of the music she composed specifically for this these first two seasons of, of regular justice league um uh, are just including this title this uh title track is just fantastic and the visuals to go along with it just are are still striking to this mm -hmm. day even in crystal clear hd i think it's good that they did silhouettes i think if they tried to if it was like full color cgi things it would probably show its age a little bit more but the, the silhouettes where it's very much a uh, like a Zack snyder title sequence or something Love it. like all right, remember, this is early 2000s, so we got to get extreme here. It's tubular, man. That's right. So GL is snowboarding, which is a const construct, you know? That's right. He can't can't complain that GL doesn't do constructs in this episode. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing that you brought up um, recently on the, the Dwayne McDuffie Twitter. Of course, Dwayne McDuffie, the, the writer, one of the, you know, uh, just legendary writers on this show and mm -hmm. the comics and co-creator of Static Shock and mm -hmm. a lot of the milestone media characters. Mm -hmm. um, from his Twitter recently, there was actually some tidbits that they sh that they shared uh, with regards to, to John's love for the snow, specifically this scene. Yeah, uh, they uh, that, that Twitter page, which I believe is, is uh, run by his late wife, or his, uh, the late McDuffie's uh, wife, uh, mentioned that when uh, when Paul Dini, who who actually wrote this episode, uh, was was sort of getting into the process, uh, Dwayne McDuffie sort of explained to Paul that he he always thought of John as having grown up very poor, and we see a little bit of that in his neighborhood in in Blackest Night that he you know he clearly did not grow up in a mansion and that so the snow is very special to him. It brings back these memories as he as he talked about in that scene and and how how this season means a lot to him and maybe lets him let his guard down a little bit in a way we really haven't seen John Stewart 
B in this series to this point. There you go. Now we have Flash. Flash looks a little off model in this scene. Bit. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I feel like it's the yeah, it's like the side profile there is, is a little weird. The ears are a little long. Head's looking a little stretched <laughs> out, but Quote me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe some of these kids actually featured in this year's epic Space Jam. I too. believe you were right. Yes, the, ca- the character models uh, <laughs> were featured in the Space Jam, one of the Space Jam as DC well covers. As, uh, Flash and a few of the other DCAU heroes. Yes, <laughs> we have DJ Rubba Ducky. <laughs> I guess this is standing for like a Tickle Me Elmo or something. Like I don't know if that exists anymore. Like the one toy that you know parents get in fist fights over to get their kids for the holiday anymore but right we have a gorilla garage shout right. out here it's uh is that foreshadowing because he fights another gorilla in this episode <laughs> oh that's a good call so yeah batman's on monitor duty at the watchtower there we go. I, don't know what, I don't know what like robin and alfred are doing because <laughs> <laughs> they just stay at home in the cave So this is fun because we didn't get a lot of George Newbern getting to be Clark Kent in this mm-hmm. series because it is much more action focused and and so we maybe other than a few scenes here and there so getting to see him really play that side of Superman which is so important especially in uh, some of those earlier episodes of Superman the animated series and getting to kind of revisit that side of him for this episode I think is uh, is a lot of fun. It is, and it's great that we have the the returning voice actors, uh, Mike Mike Farrell, uh, returning as Pa Kent, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, having both the Kents back, uh, being able to to make it feel like it's set here in the DCAU is is certainly important, and yeah, and I I feel like George Newbern as Clark, as you mentioned, we only really get one or two different options mm-hmm. for him to, or opportunities for him to do that. Uh, as, as Clark rushes to go to the uh, <laughs> to, to turn on the turn so, on the tree so lights. So the stuffed animals there. Uh, of course, we have Streaky the cat returning here. Classic. Not the uh, super cat. Not the super cat. Just the regular cat. But uh, you also on the stuffed animals there. You had I believe his name is Zook. He was like this weird uh, sidekick of Martian Manhunter in his original comics. As there you go. I think I saw Wiley Coyote in there as well. So a nice WB animation shout out. I think the boy band on the uh, the wall also was uh, was some of the producers from. The, I believe from you're the right. Show, yes, and I. If I recall that. <laughs> this is this is just a tremendous <laughs> sequence here. The hands come out up with all the snowballs. Mm-hmm. This is just good, clean fun here. Yes. With, with uh, superheroes having a snowball. Fight. I was going to say it's funny because there's very little like traditional action in this episode if any really but there's still like you can still tell how much work the animators and, and the director butch luke put into this to make it fun and special like they didn't they're still it's still very active and everything's kind of moving at a at a clip maybe because they only had one part to work with here so they're kind of yeah it does it does move very quickly mm-hmm which is okay because I feel like a, a long drawn out sequence of oh we, more constructs lots of hands <laughs> love that it, it is interesting also they went with a it's a similar story between Hawkgirl and Martian Manhunter or Jean with not mm-hmm. knowing both being from alien worlds not understanding the fascination with holidays mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and them both having to learn what, why the spirit of the holiday matters or why Christmas right. matters. And both of them experiencing it in a very different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mob mentality of right. breaking down doors to get oh he lost his he lost his candy cane <laughs> and here we have the tension of the episode built up he's promised the kids of the orphanage to right. get dj rubba ducky and it's a real scott's tot situation <laughs> he's promising the kids something that he's not sure he can deliver on so now we have him going to Santa, or not. I do like the idea of the Flash being smart. Like, he's kind of portrayed as a bit of a dummy in this series, but he's mm-hmm. smart enough to be like, oh, right, I can be anywhere on Earth in five seconds, so there you go. I can go. Had to go all the way to Japan right. to pick up the the very last DJ Rubaducky. I uh, love that snowy visual mm-hmm. of Kansas there, Smallville, the Kents. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest lines probably uh, written in, you know, in the whole Justice League run. Superman still believing in Santa. Well, it's, it raises some questions, I think, which is that he obviously he knows there are already gifts under the tree. So I guess, is this one of those families that's like Santa gives gifts, but also the parents give gifts? Because mm, I feel like you're really getting into the wheat. Like, I far be it for me to tell, to tell anyone how to raise a child when it comes to Santa. But I feel like if you're doing Santa presents and parent presents, that's just, you're getting really in the weeds there. This is a great bit, too, here. Yes. So the literal Charlie Brown shirt. It's a Charlie way. Brown sweater. It's too big for him, but because yes. John can meld his size, he just he just grows into it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And here we have, uh, I think we have this, is this where we have the Swamp Thing? Yep, there yeah. he goes. Swamp Thing cameo, walking past Swamp Thing. His first appearance uh, of two appearances That's thus right. far in the DCAU, if you count uh, Batman and Harley Quinn as canon. Which, as far as we know, it is. Yeah. Is that Groot there? Just walked by? I think, yeah, I think it was a stand-in for, for, or an homage, perhaps, to Groot. Because some of these are definitely alien models from, like, In Blackest Night or some of the other mm-hmm. uh, Justice League space episodes. But, uh, yeah, they definitely are some, some new people uh, thrown in here that may or may not. That might be a Gamora back there, too. That looks like Killer Moth wearing... Uh, wearing... <laughs> Doctor Strange's cape too. Or maybe I'm reading too much into it, uh, but like that, the the big guy who's about to start the bar fight in a minute here is a like he's he's gray and he has like the red streaks along his chest. Like that's Drax, right? Like that's oh yeah. Well, this is all. There's a lot in this bar that is uh, sort of that 19. Appears to be Vandal Savage dressed like <laughs> Satan in the background too. <laughs> See, this is the fun thing about doing these commentary tracks. I get to just, like, look at stuff in the background and stuff that maybe you don't have time to pick up on when you're there taking you notes. Well, just when John was ready to make a move, wouldn't she know it? Hawk Girl decides to start a fight. <laughs> Do the old 
professional wrestling gimmick <laughs> where you hit somebody with a steel yep. chair and throw it at yep. your opponent. It's the old uh, the old Eddie Guerrero there. You blame the other guy. I love this. Then every they see a fight and they're just like, <laughs> all right, everybody's fighting. It's time. Yes. To... It's just it's just. I like the idea of a bar that's just constantly waiting for the first punch to be thrown so they can all join in. <laughs> all right, Flash is on his way back to Central City here. We finally have him making his return. Oh, oh. no. And what here's, you know here's our Grinch for the piece. Nuns and dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra humanite. <laughs> this guy he uh, would have like a youtube show now like for sure would... i love that he's so concerned that public funds are going to fund what he do doesn't deem that's actual right. art like modern art is not art to him that's right he's a he's a classic art guy and he, you know the garbage taped together that he calls it Dramatic act break with the, gun go, at the, with the gun. Pointing the gun at the camera, which was a no-no back on the Fox Kids days. Yeah. Does he not know that the Flash is the fastest <laughs> man alive? Or... Oh, Flash leaning up against a screw there? Is that uh. like, screw you? Oh, no. So, that was a good. That was some good, yes. good dramatic acting there by Michael Rosenbaum. See, yeah, Michael Rosenbaum is Flash, and Ian Buchanan returning as the Ultra Humanite here. Is this Ultra Humanite's last appearance? I believe so. I yeah, I don't think he shows up in JLU at all. So, yeah, Flash is a uh, you know that's the ch the childlike spirit of of the holidays of Christmas, and this sort of jaded old old Grinch for lack of a better term here mm -hmm. hey that's the name of the episode <laughs> I love the hero appealing to the villain's heart in this yeah. because that was the thing like ultra humanite in Justice League he he's ultimately in injustice for all the only the only reason why he was doing what he was doing was he, he was interested in the money mm -hmm. but ultimately he was perfectly content with being in yes. his in his jail cell at least initially yeah. like he was okay with it and once he got his public television mm -hmm. he was perfectly okay with being back there again so it he doesn't come it doesn't come from a from a heart of evil mm -hmm. so he's got he does have good still in him I that's right say. yeah and I like that Flash, again, not necessarily portrayed as the smartest Justice League, are making, like, both an emotional... <laughs> <laughs> it is Christmas. It is Christmas. But, but making both, like, an emotional and, like, kind of an intellectual plea to him. Mm. Where he's like, you know, if you believe in, in human advancement, then help me help these kids, and maybe they'll pass on that advancement to you know, people they meet when they grow up. This is just the... So good. This mm -hmm. whole part is so good. Martian Manhunter witnessing kind of the... Just everybody experiencing Christmas, what everybody mm -hmm. in the Kent family here is experience of Christmas is. Starting to kind of understand it, but then really doesn't doesn't fully grasp it till he begins walking around Smallville and, yeah. and, and witnessing the various aspects of it. We go him transforming into right. his Jean Jones persona.
music here another mm-hmm. adds adds another layer to it also not a lot of dialogue <laughs> this is also a wonderful comic homage, uh, homage to a long-standing joke uh, for the Martian Manhunter being that he has a addiction to Oreo cookies. There you go. Jean getting to play the role of Santa in order to keep this child's spirit alive also. That's is, pretty great. Like, another aspect of, of grasping it. Of, okay, now I get it. Yeah. And now, without without... Without commentary, there's just the other aspect that a lot of people hold hold dear Absolutely. with this season, with the certainly with the the aspect of you know of, of Christianity and, and religion. So, you know, him also getting to experience that, which is a, again a huge part of that for a Absolutely. lot of people. Absolutely, is is nice that they include that also because they, you know it's something that could have easily been ignored and probably you know we know that on fox kids the mandate was there was a lot of mandates you couldn't have religion involved at all mm-hmm. so just a, a and a nod to that being part of it and john sort of taking that in hearing yeah. that classic christmas song um and and sort of also getting getting that aspect also absolutely it's, it's yeah it's, awesome. it's, it's all part of it and i think that's him seeing right, the the child the child's belief in Santa the you know the people just wishing goodwill and sharing in a sense of community and then yes you know and uh, for the you know for those of the world that celebrate it as the birth of Jesus like that's that is a you know a very integral part of this holiday and the fact that he got to experience a little bit of all of it I think is uh, is a really great way to sort of get him where he needs to be for the for the final few scenes here absolutely. Good, good dramatic scene wipe there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the odd couple bit between the two of yes. them also is great. <laughs> Freaky the snowman. <laughs> oh man! The comedy in this episode yes. is is pure Paul Dini. Mm-hmm. It's it's just Dini to the max. <laughs> so he's t- telling the story of the Nutcracker Ballet, but he's still doing like the weird DJ Rubber Ducky <laughs> gang signs while he talks, which is incredible. <laughs> no more poopy noises. <laughs> but it's awesome that he he was able to look. He, he right. was able to capture their their imaginations through the the telling of a another cl- Christmas classic story. Absolutely. Great chemistry between these two yeah. actors, also. And I know a lot of Mike Rosenbaum's. Uh, recording sessions were separate from a lot of the other actors too because of his Smallville shooting schedule mm-hmm. at the time. So I'm not sure if he was able to be in the same room with Mr. Buchanan or if that just speaks to just how talented that these two are, that they were able to play well off of uh, recordings of each other. But but yeah, again, it's the, the Grinch's heart rose three sizes that day. It's... There you go. 
And it really good. It's yeah, it's just really a good job of encapsulating the Flash's character as like truly this just genuine good person. And here we go. Hawk Lantern go. stands rejoice. That's where I was leading. Technically their first kiss shared here. I think so. I think this did air before Wild Cards, even though I think it might have been produced after. Interesting. Now we have Clark being the, the kid. Look, <laughs> smile. First thing he does is smile. He's excited to run down and see just what Santa might have brought. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. There you go. And he even made peace with Streaky. What a what go. a nice little cherry on top to this. So he and I like that he's in out. his true form too. Yeah, like he's just yep. really bearing his soul in this moment to try to share in the joy that he he experienced the night before. And an awesome parting final shot there of the snowy Kent farm in, in Smallville. And Perfect. There we have it. So that is our episode here so uh, yeah what a what a a great christmas classic here and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully uh just just an enjoyment to to watch it and, and talk about what we were seeing uh we hope that uh, that everybody else that also may have watched along with us enjoyed this as well uh feel free uh, send us your thoughts on this episode in particular uh, or any of the other DCAU holiday episodes that you may find nostalgic, send it to at DCAU Review on Twitter, or you can, uh, if you listen to us on Spotify, you can respond to us using the uh, the option to uh, to answer our question of the week. You can also actually send us a voice message. That's also included at the bottom of all our podcast links. That's something that, that Anchor features our host so, uh, Liam, just a, a great time and uh, super excited. We mentioned this last week, but we're headed into 2022 with our next episode. Very excited uh, for hopefully a, a new and better year than the last <laughs> one, uh, the last couple, in fact. But, uh, yes, thank you, everybody, that has tuned in during this time. And uh, if you've listened to one episode this year or if you've listened to all of our episodes or somewhere in between, we're very thankful. Thankful for all the interactions we've been able to have, too, Liam. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we've we've definitely seen uh, growth as far as uh, you know, people listening to our show, people commenting and, and subscribing and, and interacting with us. And that's and that's really what it's all about. Like we love doing the show and we've always said that we would do it if nobody listened just because we enjoy talking with each other. And this is something that we shared in our childhood and, you know, get to continue to share in our adulthood that we love to do. But the fact that so many people are willing to also share their memories, whether it's of watching it when they were kids or coming back to it now and giving your thoughts now. We always appreciate you reaching out to us and, and, and interacting with us, telling us what you think we should review next. You know, I definitely want to do like more polls and have you have everybody help pick stuff that maybe we'll review in 2022. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a, for, for this show, it's been a very good year. And, uh, and I, uh, you know, when 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 real life is, uh, is 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 maybe getting you down, I hope we were able to help you in the same way that I think you guys have helped us. Uh, maybe maybe not think about not think about the world uh, for for a couple of minutes at least, and and enjoy ourselves. And and hopefully, as the as the holiday season is upon us, I know that can be a great time of joy for a lot of people, and it can also be a really hard time 
uh, for other people. So uh, wherever you are, however you're feeling, I hope you have a great, uh, great week, a great holiday season as we uh, get towards Christmas and New Year's here. And and uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully you will be joining us in 2022 when we return with our regular episodes. That's right. Lots of big things excited at four in the year 2022. We'll be hitting our 200th episode in just a few weeks here liam very excited about that and uh lots of other great stuff who knows what awaits us as far as dcau content in 2022 we've got tons of dc movies coming out uh we've got a full slate of cartoon movies lots of rumors swirling around about multiversal cartoon movies and Mm -hmm. uh, lots of stuff that we'll be excited to cover hopefully and uh, we never know what's lurking around the corner with tie-in comics and Lots of other things that we'll have time to talk about. So thank you, everybody. Make sure you tune in and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app if you have not done so already. Uh, If you would love to give us a Christmas gift this year or perhaps uh, just as a thank you, uh, if your podcast app allows you to leave a review with a little blurb, uh, we would appreciate that very much. So Uh, you can also uh, support the podcast by subscribing to us on the Pod Tower channel on YouTube. If you head over to YouTube, search Pod Tower, or you can check out the link in our bio on Instagram. Follow us on social media. You can also check us out at dcaureview.com where we have a link to our store. If you ever want to buy a shirt or a mug or a sticker, uh, those are all available there. Maybe a hat. Uh, we've got lots of stuff there too if you want to support the pod that way. Liam, it's been a great year. Super excited to come back next year. But until then, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we'll talk to you on the next episode of the DCAU. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.